0: The message you're about to listen to is a recording from God's favorite house. It is our prayer that you listen, your life will be transformed, and you will be taken to greater heights in your walk with Jesus. Amen. God bless you as you listen to this message. Father, we thank you for joining us together and to yourself. Thank you for your presence, thank you for your kindness. Father, accept our thanks in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, today we ask that you breathe upon us. Change our lives with your word. And let your name be glorified. Honor and glory we give unto you. In Jesus' mighty name, we are afraid. Amen. God bless you. May, you may be seated. Today, we are starting a, um, a new series titled The Black Man. <laughs> Your life is about to change. Absolutely and totally, by the grace of God. <laughs> you see, when we look at the distribution. Of nations, and the settlement of tribes, we many times don't appreciate the contribution of the black man to humanity. You know, we we um, the achievements and the um, of of the white or the light-skinned or the Caucasians. It's right before our faces today. I mean, and thank God for them. Praise the name of the Lord. And um, the achievements of the Jews, I mean, we talk about it time and again because really that's our spiritual root. And it is worth celebrating. And it's worth seeing what God can do with a group of people, regardless of who is against them. But, you see, the story of the black man is not usually told. And when it's told, it's it's, it's told not by him himself. It's told by other people twisted to their own advantage. Praise the name of the Lord. And from scriptures, we can see very clearly, apparently, that... God has a plan. And God, it's not by accident that you are dark-skinned. Some, I have people that feel that it's a curse for them to be black. Why? Why am I even associated with this kind of people? Praise the name of the Lord. But like the Asians, the Westerners, the Semites, particularly the Jews, the black man has contributed hugely even to humanity, to our current world, not even the ancient world. We are going to see the ancient world as, as we get into the word of God today. And I, I just have a list. I had to cut the list short of what are the inventions or the contributions of the black man. That is, without the black man, we wouldn't have these things in our lives. So I I just go through this list. (laughs) The same way I did with the Jews. Remember, I went through the list of contribution of of the Jews and all that. I'm thinking if I should mention their names or just the stuff. Okay, just go through the stuff. The folding bed by the black man. The first brain tumor surgery that was done was by a black man. It was bold enough to enter into the brain. Frizzler. <laughs> the first successful one. The first proposed Blackwell channel, I mean, this is important for if, you're, if you're a programmer, was by a black man. Artificial heart pacemaker the control unit they use for people that um, have heart problems, was invented by a black man. Imagine the number of people that would have died without a black man. Praise the name of the Lord. A black man led a group of engineers who developed the tactical optical fiber connector. So, in other words, using optical fiber communication in a war situation. A black man. Pediatric neurosurgeon you know him, Ben Carson, was the first surgeon to successfully separate Cranio twins. <laughs> A black man, Charles Chappell, designed long distance flight aeroplanes. We hear about the Wright brothers because they are light-skinned. Everything you think, all the aeroplanes that were developed was by the Wright brothers. The long distance aeroplane was was designed and invented by the black man. <laughs> okay, his name is, in case you want to check it, it's in the public domain, nothing special, Charles Chappell. The black man invented the refrigerated truck system. The black man pioneered organ transplant The black man designed what is called Fair Channel, and that's the first programmable ROM cartridge for video game consoles. The black man. Those of us that play games, we are grateful to the black man. (laughs) The black man invented the shoe assembly machine. So invention, don't believe the lie that we can't create things. Don't believe the lie that we cannot lead industries. It's a big fat lie. And the more we believe it, you are what you believe. In fact, that is one of the greatest disservice to humanity. Changing the belief system of a people to subjugate them. But we're going to see where it all came from. Shortly in the Bible. The black man, a black man, a black Nigerian, actually, Oluko Tunkule is a computer scientist, was the pioneer of multi core processors. You know, multi core processors, dual core, quad core, was pioneered by Nigerian. Hallelujah. (laughs) And the traffic light was invented by a black man. The black man could not stand the disorder he saw in the Caucasian community. That's why these people always, I mean, struggling for the road. He designed the traffic light to solve their problem. And they tell us that we are the ones that cannot obey the traffic light. (laughs) And we actually believe it. Have you seen our people? I mean, have you seen how people behave at the traffic light? We are actually believing the lie and we are acting it out. It's mental slavery. It was the black man that invented the elevator. The gas mask, black man. Lawnmower, black man. The first home security camera system was invented by a black woman. First TV system. She patented it. The clothes dryer invented by another black woman. The carbon filament that the guy that invented the bulb um, Thomas Edison Is it Edison? Okay. Edison would say that without um, um, the guy that created the filament, he would never have been able to create the bulb. But they removed that from the story. They tell us Edison that created the bulb. But it was a black man that made the filament. Without which there can be no bulb. Praise the name of the Lord. And on, and on, and on, but there's one I need to tell you. The black man invented the automatic gas system. In a car. (laughs) He says, why are these people driving manual? and the narrative is that The black man is no good. The black man cannot achieve anything. The black man cannot organize himself. The black man cannot lead his society. It's a big fat lie. Praise the name of the Lord. But if you look at the black man today, you will also be very naive not to see that the black man has a problem. We have a problem. So so the question is this, is, is what is the problem of the black man? What is our problem? The black man has a problem. Gun crimes, slavery, disorder, underdevelopment, wars, killing themselves, brutally, the black man has a problem. So so the question is, what is the problem? Wh- how? Genesis chapter 10, verse 1. Then we we'll read verse 6 to, to 8. Genesis 1. Uh, you didn't load easy notes. Shouldn't you? Always. Okay, just... Load it quickly now because I can't be doing that. I'm preaching at the same time. Genesis 10 1 says, These are the descendants of Noah's sons Shem, Ham, Japheth, and Japheth. Children were born to them after the flood. Verse 6. The descendants of Ham was Kush Zer- Zeramean, which is also Egypt, Put and Canaan, the descendants of Kush, Sheba, Havila, Saptah, Rama, Septeka, the descendants of Rama. Sheba and Dedan, Cush became the father of Wu, of Nimrod. He was the first on the earth to become a mighty, a mighty warrior. So, this is what we have we have a man. Called Noah. God wiped out the whole earth and started afresh with Noah and his children. Firstborn of Noah, Japheth. Secondborn of Noah, come on, you just read it. Shame Thought born of Noah Ham <laughs> Not the Bugger Ham. <laughs> so for um, clarity, I will put Ham here and Japhet here. In fact, that was how it was arranged. Yes, but as, uh, that's what's in the scriptures, but in other in other records, Ham, Shem, Japhet. You know? Now, um, <clears throat> so Ham has Who? Hmm? Come on. Cush. Cush had. Uh, sorry, Ham also had Egypt. Ham also had. No, Mamaputs. Puts. Put. Then Ham also had Canaan. Canaan. That's the Amorites, the Jebusites, the Perizzites, the Hittites, and all the ites. I don't want to say parasites because that would not be nice. Now, now, Put is is um, the father of Libya. Ziamin Egypt. Kush is the father. In fact, Kush means burnt. Means. The dark-skinned is the father of the black man. In fact, in the Table of Nations, if you take, take the time and read the Table of Nations, it's in the public domain, in the Table of Nations, we can actually see how the migration happened. Now, Cush had several children, but of note is one called what Nimrod So Cush was the father of the black man Yeah Nimrod Cush was the father of the of the black man of Africans and of Arabians Canaanites and these guys think they're Arabians even though they're in Africa <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. Are we still together? Good. So, what happened? Genesis chapter 9. Let's go back one chapter backwards. Where did the problem begin? Genesis 9. I'm going to read from 18 to 27. Genesis 9, 18 to 27. So, in essence, this is where our people came from. And they, they, they first started off to Ethiopia, then Sudan, and, and they spread as far as, as the Americas. I'll get to that. Okay. So we read. The sons of Noah who went, and this is, is so powerful that we we, why are we taking the time to explain scriptures? It is so important that we are rooted in the scriptures. And in the word of God, um, a scripture I was going to read earlier, which is Joshua 1.8. God said to Joshua, and this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, for you will meditate therein day and night. And you, so that you can observe to do all that are written there. So God was talking to Joshua. Joshua was an accomplished war leader. And God was saying, your skill of war will not ensure your success. What will ensure your success is your meditation in the word. It's what you read that ensures your success, Joshua. Joshua was not only an established war Leader, Joshua was trained and knew how to operate in the supernatural. Joshua was the one that said to the son, Stand still. He didn't he didn't he didn't go to meet Ogamosis. He didn't say Ogamosis, um, um can you pray so that Jehovah can stop the sun?" Moses, Joshua. He was in the battle. He looked at the sun, it was getting that, They had not finished their operations. Joshua said to the sun, Stand still and the sun stood still until they finished their operations. And we have people who are looking for a man of God. You're a Christian. Jesus died for you. You're still waiting for a pastor. Something is wrong with that. Take action. (laughs) Take action. God will back you up. It was this same Joshua. You see, so your oppression in the supernatural and your, your capacity for war will not guarantee sustained victory and success. What guarantees sustained victory and success is your rootedness in the word of God. We thank God for the supernatural. We thank God for the word of knowledge. We thank God for prophecies. We thank God for healings. What will sustain your success It's not all those things. It's the Word of God. And if I look at my life personally, the times that I've made huge, significant progress in personal life, in ministry, in any other space, is when I've spent time with the Word of God and the Word, boom, hits me like a thunderbolt. And I take action and things begin to work. Now, um... You you heard Nelva's testimony. Nelva's testimony, she was actually uh, uh, referring to what I shared with them years ago, over 10 years ago, 12 years there about ago. How in about 2000, which was about 17 years ago, 18 years ago, I was alone with God. I was reading my Bible. And I was a, on a quest of not continuing in poverty. Not, ne- that, look, I can't see it in the Bible. I can't, I can't, sh- I can't, I, sh- I, can. I want not say I should, but I say I can't not be poor. I should not be poor. Why should I be poor? It's, something is wrong. I am missing something, Lord. So I sat with God. I am missing something 18 years ago. I am missing something. I'm missing something. If there's a problem, you have to know there's a problem, and the solution is in the Word of God. Then, it, then the, the 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 anger progressed to the point that I, I said to God, I in fact I want to be earning in foreign currency. You know, this guy that was <laughs> struggling to buy a TV, <laughs> you know, and that was in my engaging with the word of God, and I saw that it was the type, brought the seed brought forth according to its type, and they planted this came according to their type. And I'm like, wait a minute, Femi, you have been tightening, Naira, and you are praying for dollars. Something is wrong with your brain. So what I started doing, it started crazy. I would take my salary, convert it to USD, and give my tithe. I will, that's what I was doing. Some people will receive income in USD, they change it to Naira, pay their tithe. Good for you. Very good for you. It's what you saw you will reap. So it was from, how did I even get into all this? We're talking about Nimrod. It was from that word It, it wasn't the next month. It wasn't the next year. Like, Nelva's own, it took our own, it was 10 years, right? My own was about four years. In 2004, I resigned from paid employment. And miraculously, God opened a door and I was in foreign exchange. Even though that had gone through different seasons and cycles, till today I'm still earning foreign exchange. Yeah, don't be jealous. Till today I'm still, I mean, I'm still earning it. My wife was telling me yesterday night that I'm so proud, I'm so happy to be married to you. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. You are my champion. I didn't want to say (laughs) How did I get there? The Word of God. The Word of God. The Word of God. The Word of God. So we see We have to understand who we are from the word of God. The black man. If you you don't understand it from the word of God, you will understand it from history text. And the history text will tell you you are substandard. We tell you there's something wrong with your race. We tell you you are unable to achieve this, you are unable to achieve that. From time immemorial, the black man has been this, the black man has been that. So we need to get who we are from the word of God. That was how I got into that. Okay, cool. The sons of Noah who went out of the ark were Shem, Am, and Japheth. With an H. I knew that was wrong. I didn't know what. <clears throat> Am was the father of Canaan. These were three, these this three were the sons of Noah. And from this, the whole earth was peopled. From this tree, the whole earth was populated. So everyone on earth today is traceable to either Ham, Shem, or Japheth. Everyone. Noah, a man of the soil, was the first to plant a vineyard. He drank, you know, he drank some of the wine and became drunk. Just one moment, let's celebrate. He got drunk and lay uncovered. He was stuck naked in his tent. My yelled you knew, you, you just stuck on this side. <laughs> you know, I mean, you, stay away from drinks. It just turns you to something else. Just one moment can change your life. And Am, the father of Canaan, saw the nakedness of his father and told his two brothers outside. That told is is not just narrated. Have you seen the drunk old man? Then Shem and Japheth took a garment laid it on both their shoulders and walked backwards and covered the nakedness of their father. What you do with nakedness of your father determines a whole lot about your destiny. Do you know that? But that's not even where we are going. Their faces were turned away and they did not see the father's nakedness. And in that time and culture, seeing some of this nakedness, if a man sees a man's nakedness, it's, it's like sodomy. It's like he has sodomized him. So Adam um, Am <laughs> had that going for him or castrated him. It's one of the two. When Noah awoke from his wine and knew what his youngest son had done to him, he said, cursed be Canaan. lowest of slaves shall he be to his brothers. He also said, blessed be the Lord God of Shem. The second born, he made him the first born. And he says, he will be the priest. The priesthood is going to be with Shem. And let Cana be his slave. You see, this, the, 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 the cost of servitude, you see where it's coming from? May God make space for Japheth. He blessed Japheth. But he said, let him live in the tents of Shem. He will be under the covering of Shem. He will will benefit from Shem's walk with God. But let Canaan be their slave. Huge. Huge. So the burden that the the black man because that's what concerns us, is struggling with is is from the source. it, it It is from the source. Shem! Who, who is Shem? Shem is the descendant of, of um, the Semites. Shem, Semite. Abraham. The Jews. Shem. Japheth is the ancestor, not the Senate. ancestors of the West. Japheth went to Rome, Greek settlement, Greek civilization as far west. Shem and part of Ham went Middle East, Far East. Ham came down to Africa. So some some Christians have argued that because of this curse, the black man should accept his lot as the servant of humanity. It may sound funny to us today, but did you know that it was being preached in churches by the West? That the black... In fact, they quote New Testament that the servant should submit to his master. That that is their portion. Did you know that one of the great revivalists, the, the great awakening guys that pounded the great awakening, Jonathan Edwards, that we still refer to his, his work and quotes and quotes his, his, his sayings today. Did you know that Jonathan Edwards was spearheading the subjugation of the black man from the pulpit, preaching that the black man is destined to serve the whites and every other person. So for the black man to want freedom is to be going against the will of God. Praise the name of the Lord. So that is the burden that, we are, that has been laid upon us and theologically stamped as well. So that's on one extreme of the spectrum. On the other extreme of the spectrum, we have Christians that are saying, Oh, um, Am, um, Noah didn't curse Am. Noah cursed Canaan. So Canaan is the Assyrians. And, and, you know, and the black man is from Cush and, and Ziarim. So, the curse has nothing to do with the, <laughs> with the black man, you know. Now, you, it's only if you are blind that you will say that the black, man, the black man is not under a burden of a curse. Praise the name of the Lord. And you see, both of them are wrong. The guys on one extreme that the black man should continue to be in servitude is wrong, obviously, because Jesus came to break the curse. Praise the name of the Lord! <laughs> I'm fired up today. Today we are just laying the foundation. Tomorrow. We are going to be look, I said tomorrow. <laughs> I wish it was tomorrow, honestly. <laughs> we are going to be looking at stepping the cause of the black man. How do you come out of it? But you see, if you don't really understand it, as I'm explaining, the, 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 the appetite to come out will not be there. A spiritual things respond to appetite. So we see. That it was because the two sides didn't understand the dynamics of courses. So it's because the two sides—do you understand the dynamics of courses? There are certain—I'm going to do a crash course on courses. You know, there are certain things about courses that we should know, and it forces this. And untriggered costs is impotent, impotent, impotent. It should be one, actually. (laughs) An undeserved cause, Proverbs 26, verse 2, an undeserved cause, a cause that is not triggered, as like a fluttering sparrow or a darting swallow, an undeserved cause will not land on his intended victim. So, you need to understand that. As a foundation, somebody is just cursing you, they're wasting their time. Next thing you need to understand crash curse on curses is this a triggered curse that is a deserved curse that is pronounced is potent and will take effect. When a curse is triggered and pronounced, It takes effect. Genesis 49. Reuben had triggered a curse years before Israel was going to die. And Israel said to Reuben, Reuben, you are my firstborn, my might, the first fruit of my vigor, excelling in rank and excelling in power, but you are unstable as water. You will not, Reuben, you shall not, no longer excel. Because, somebody because. Because you went up to your father's bed. Then you defiled it. You went up to my couch. Or Lord, do, you know. It's the matter, pain now. You know, you went up to my. So, Reuben triggered a curse. And the curse was pronounced. And the curse stuck. Usually, this is where folks really understand that. But sometimes what we miss is this a triggered, deserved, and unpronounced curse is still potent. I can give you scriptures upon scriptures upon scriptures upon scriptures. Proverbs 17. Proverbs 17, verse 13. It says, if you repay good with evil, evil will never leave your house. It's a standard thing. So, when somebody repays you evil for good you have done, you don't even need to curse the person. When you do good and people repay you for evil, so Ham was a partaker of the cause. He was a partaker. And to emphasize that, that curse we go to generations, he mentioned his, his um, you know, in that culture, when they have children, they usually warn that you know that this one is a great person. Do you understand? It's not necessarily the firstborn. That was what Canaan was. So, Noah said, Canaan. To show Ham that it will not only be you, it's going to go down to your generation. So Ham was a partaker. Put up the Proverbs 17 again. Because of this, and many times, when you are blessing, when a patriarch is blessing or cursing or is being blessed, his seed is usually referred to the seed when Israel was blessing Joseph. He really didn't bless Joseph. He blessed the seed Ephraim and Manasseh. He blessed the seed of Joseph. To show that this blessing on you, Joseph, is going to go through these boys. In fact, when you look at Psalm 105, Psalm 105, the land of Egypt was actually also referred to as the land of Am. So interchangeably, what happens to the father affects the children. He does. So, Am was cursed. Am was cursed. And if you just observe history, you can tell Canaan became servants to the Jews till today. In fact, it was their land that was given to the Jews. They became Direct servant of, of Shem. Egypt, Libya, Africa, Black Africa, same problem. Same problem. And if you look at that tree, you will notice that Shem was blessed, Japhet was blessed. Am um, was not because he has received his curse already. Praise the name of the Lord. So, people that say, oh, does it doesn't concern Am, um, they really don't understand the dynamics of courses. Now, when you get to will laid that foundation. And you see that it's a real issue that you cannot ignore. If you ignore it, you're asking for trouble. If you say that there's current in this, there's current in this um, in the cable, and you say, oh, I ignore it. I don't believe it. What you don't believe cannot hurt you. Have you heard that before? And you touch high-tension cable, what will happen? You'll become a believer. <clears throat> <laughs> you become a believer <laughs> immediately. Because they are going to dance palungo. <laughs> but next week, by the grace of God, God is going to empower us and show us how to sidestep the curse of the black man. Praise the name of the Lord. In Genesis 10, verse 8, we see Nimrod, the word of God says, Cush! became the father of Nimrod. Nimrod was a black man. Proper. And he, Nimrod, was the first on earth to become a mighty warrior. Nimrod was the first on earth to become a mighty warrior. The greatest cities were built by Nimrod. And the least goes on, if you if you read on, um, from 10, if you, if you go to verse 10, let's skip verse 9, and go to verse 10 of Genesis 10. It says, and Nimrod built the, his kingdom in the land of Babylonia, Erech, Akkad, Kalne, and from that territory of Assyria, building the cities of Nineveh, Rehoboth, Kala, Resen, and Even Babel was built by Nimrod. The first world power was the black man. The first civilization, the first empires was built by the black man. In fact, there's evidence today that the offspring of Nimrod built civilizations in present-day United States of America before Columbus stepped foot on America. Praise the name of the Lord. Centuries before Columbus got there. They are seeing excavations that these are organized civilizations. But you see, talent alone is not enough if there's a cause, the curse always catches up. That's one. Secondly, there are dispensations and rotations of power in the world. So, it was the, it, the first seat of power was with the black man, Nimrod, and he led his clan, Ham. Great cities of Ethiopia, Sudan, was established by Nimrod. then the power shifted to Shem. And Shem ruled. But today, the power has shifted to Japheth. And Japheth is ruling. And students of biblical prophecy and and theology are saying the power is coming back to well that is very speculative there's nothing in scriptures that backs that up I wish but what is clear from scripture is this that Jesus is coming to unify all people all race and set up his own kingdom that is totally inclusive praise the name of the Lord so the dispensation of of, of Ham, of Japheth of, of, of Nimrod it's coming to an end. Galatians 3. I know. I'm, I'm juggling the scriptures. Yes. Galatians 3. It says, there is no longer Jew or Gentile. Jew or Gentile. Shem or Japheth. Shem or Ham. Slave or free. <laughs> male or female. For you all for you are all one in Christ Jesus. So what Jesus came to do was to break down the wall of partition, the wall of division between nations. What Jesus came to do was to give us a single language and the language of the Spirit, what Jesus came to do. And we have to understand that. Praise the name of the Lord. We have to understand that. But for our Series, we need to get that the black man was the first to become, build cities, and establish civilizations. It's a black man. So when you read the history books and you see commentaries that run contrary to the scriptures, Rejects it because it's not consistent with scriptures. But I haven't said that. The curse always catches up. So it is—it is public knowledge. There's enough facts based on shared historical observation that there's an unseen limiter on the black man. The facts are, are staring us in the face. Why can't we develop our nations? Why? Do you know that the first streetlight ever in the history of mankind was in Benin City? Our own Benin City. The Benin Kingdom. They had organized systems. So what's the problem? This is the fact that is staring us in the face. Why can't we raise communities? Why should we still be paying colonial taxes to France? A couple of African nations are still doing that. A lot of African nations, the headquarters of their central bank, the Federal Reserve, is not in their country. It's in France. You know why? Because we have believed the lie on one hand. On the other hand, there's something that we need to break. And for you and I, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we will break it. Yeah. There's something we need to break. You know, of wishful thinkers are like, Pastor, does it concern me? I'm sorry for you. Because if you think that because you are enjoying a few benefits right now. You don't have a problem of all these black men. One person that is doing well, will we soon discover that they, they will still see you as second rated. Carry their passport. You can have a British passport. You know, the, the, the Englishman. there's a difference between the British and the English. Oh... <laughs> They know themselves. And they will still treat you as second-class citizens because you look down on your people and you think by associating yourself with them, you become better than your people. They will put you in your place. Our strength is knowing who we are, standing together and changing the course of history. That is our strength. That is our strength. When you understand that, that is who we are. We are not inferior. No, we are not. You begin to see, okay, so what is our problem? Because it's clear that there is enough facts based on shared historical observation that there is an unseen limiter on the black man. It's un- it's undisputable. If you think the black man doesn't have a problem, then you have a problem. The, the black man has a problem. But God will help us overcome it. Some of us want to be in denial. We don't want to face the facts. These are the facts. In fact, you, the, the first step to getting victory and getting healed is knowing that you have a problem. If you don't, know, if you don't accept that there's a problem here, you can't really get a solution. Today, I'm just laying a foundation to build our appetite for next week. We have to see that something is actually wrong before we can embrace the solution. Because facts, is facts. There's nothing you can do about it. Someone says that facts do not cease to exist because they are ignored. (laughs) They don't cease to exist because they are ignored. The fact that you ignore something doesn't mean it doesn't exist. So how do we come out? How do we come out? Next week, by the grace of God, how do we come out? But by the time you begin to look at um, the, uh, the black man, we see that the, the, the curse has a big factor in it. The lies has a big factor in it. And the value systems that we have embraced based on these two things have now become the biggest problem. So one of the strongest things we pick up from our environment is our value system. So it's our value system. So I'm, I'm talking to someone very intelligent, very gifted, unbelievably gifted. We are supposed to have a meeting. I can't remember the time. Let's say 10 o'clock. He shows up at 10.45. And he's talking to me as if nothing has happened. And I said, Oga, are we not supposed to meet at 10? Ah, Nigeria, wow. We are in Nigeria, Joe. Nigerian time. So we have, we have accepted mediocrity. We have, we have accepted it. That is how we are. And if you continue, you can't break out. You must go against the tide for starters. And, and, and you are anointed to do it, by the way. Praise the name of the Lord. You are anointed to do it. So that instant gratification in discipline has come to an end. By the time you look at Genesis 10, verse 9, you can see where. One of our problems come from, come from. He says, "He Nimrod was a mighty hunter." Remember say, "Hunter, come on, hunter before the Lord." Therefore, it is said, "Like Nimrod, a mighty hunter before the Lord." Now, that's that's usually the problem. The hunting mentality is not the cultivating mentality, and the African man is largely, largely infused with the hunter mentality that is why we abandon all the things that can be developed as a nation and focus exclusively on crude oil because it is like hunter mentality you don't need to work you don't just carry sell have a lot of money that's why and if you if you need to understand this well i I did a teaching on Jacob and Esau. Do you remember? Get a teaching on Jacob and Esau. The different value system. Get a book by um, Mensah Otterbill on "Buy the Future to change your life Buy the future. When we have a hunting, hunter mentality, we do not have the cultivating mentality. So, so the hunter just it's, it's called point and kill. The, the hunter says, um, this point, kill, eat. And sometimes it's so bad that the hunter doesn't even have the patience to cook what he has hunted. He so came back hungry. Just take 30 minutes, one hour. Cook what you have. He says, no, it's, it's the prepared one that he wants. Give me or I die. And Jacob says, Send me your birthright. He says, what's, what's my business with birthright? Give me beans, my friend. He ate the beans. When it was time to receive the birthright, he still wanted to receive the birthright. Is that not a thief? He shouldn't show up. If his father called him and says, I want to bless you, he says, Father, I have sinned against you. I sold this thing to Jacob. Who knows? Isaac may have been able to rectify it because it was a patriarch. Patriarchs can change things. Praise the name of the Lord. Patriarchs can change the order of things. This is what it has been written. Even from heaven, they say it will not happen. And it will not happen. It didn't. He quickly went to try and kill something. What did Jacob do? He just took the same goat from his backyard and, you know, slaughtered it. What the hunter looks for in the bush, the cultivator has in his backyard. He's there, waiting. So the people that cultivate are patient. They can plant their husbandmen. In fact, that word husbandman is so powerful. That's why a lot of us Africans have issues with, with loving our wives because we are, we are not husbandmen, we are point and kill. <laughs> You know, as I draw the curtain to this introduction, it's easy to look at the slave trade and blame the Europeans. Oh, 1444, Portugal came and, you know, and all that stuff. It's easy. But did you know that it started as slave raid? The the Portuguese were not trading initially. They they came, they would attack, capture, and go. But what they discovered was that the black man has an organized army. So when they come to attack, they were losing their lives. So they took their time, they stepped back, they took their time to study the black man. And discover that he's given to vanity, so they will say to him, "We are going to give you mirror. they look a mirror. See yourself, they give them taba- um, tobacco snuff and gunpowder to kill your enemies so for for the mirror then For for the ones that are chiefs, they will give them bowler hats and walking stick. Until today, we are still wearing bowler hats. Honestly, if you are wearing bowler hats, I have no issues with you. But, (laughs) But, 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 listen, listen. It is a sign that your father that was a chief went into his village, carried 200 men or Ebola hats give and so so it now became slave trade in fact if you read interestingly this season is, is, is black history in the, in the US so there's a lot of material out there if you, if you read what now began to happen was that the black man they said began to abandon his industries because he saw a cheap way of making money So we were not developing again. We would rather carry a thousand people of our own blood and sell them for money. So the Europeans were not, it wasn't, they were not raiding us. They were trading with us. Okay, yes, it was an uneven trade. Yes, it was this and that. Yes. The proportion was unbelievable. Yes, but it was a trade. So What is that thing that makes us look at ourselves and sell ourselves out? It's a curse. What is that thing? I know this thing I'm saying is not popular. But for us to really understand and become all that God has called us to be, we need to know Where we stand in the Word, this is locate ourselves in the Word of God. How come we are filled with crab mentality when one person is making progress instead of everybody else to support, they want to pull the person down? Black man. Black man. That's why they don't cover crabs in the market. Because they know nobody, none of them will escape. The ones that want to escape, the others will what? They will claw it down. They will claw it down. One person is doing well. Sometimes when you are doing well, you can't even tell the people that are close to you. Praise the name of the Lord. The betrayal. Lack of succession. It's, it's unbelievable. We have a repressive structure. day The one that is, is doing well. wants everybody else in... Submission to him so that he can be giving them stipends and they can be hailing him, live forever our king. And if you stand up and say no, you're a rebel. And guess what? It is not the, the king or the, the big guy, that will, it is your fellow. Ah, I can go. <laughs> I can go on and on but Jesus came to break all that Jesus came to break all that Galatians 3 it says that there is no longer no longer Jew or Gentile I'm talking about Shem or Japhet, no longer slave or free I'm talking about Ham, Cush, Egypt Put Canaan, male or female, talking about gender discrimination, for we are all one in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Next week, we'll look at how to break the curse of the black man for you and for your generation. Let's our hearts. Let's our heads. Without Jesus, the curse is going to hold firmly. The first step forward to break the curse of the black man is Jesus. So if you don't have a relationship with Jesus, you are not born again. Or you used to be born again, you're backsliding. You, you, are, you say, Pastor, can you pray with me? I want to come back to Jesus. I want to pray with you wherever you are seated. This is a matter of life and death. Believe me. Should I come forward? I don't need you to come forward. I will pray with you wherever you are seated. That is me. Pray with me. I want to break out of every any curse in my life. Put up your hand now. Over your head. Quickly. God bless you, sir. Over your head. God bless you. Keep it up. God bless you. Right there. God bless my sister. God bless you. Right there. God bless you, sir. God bless you, my brother. Right there. God bless you, my sister. At the back. God bless you. Keep the hands up. If you are online, instructions are scrolling. I want to receive Jesus. God bless you right there. If you have the card, you can put on your hand and begin to Cry to God, begin to talk to God. I want to receive Jesus into my life. Put up your hand. God bless you, sir. God bless you, my sister. God bless you. God bless you. The rest of us, let's talk to God. Talk to God about what you have heard. Say to him, Here I am. Lord, help me. Here I am. Help me. Help me. Help me break out from the curse of the black man. Help me, Jesus. Help Help me. Help me. Oh, Father, we thank you. We give you praise and glory in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray for everyone that is surrendering to you today, my Father. We ask that you breathe upon us. Breathe upon them, Lord. Cleanse them. Break every curse upon these ones in the name of Jesus. The grace to walk in the liberty of Christ Jesus, give unto all of us. And let your name be glorified. Honor and glory we give unto you. Honor and glory we give unto you. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Amen. Let's pray. Let's pray for the Lord.